to another episode of Mother's War and Violence. I'm Yolanda Wallace and I will be your host and I'm the founder of the Mother's War and Violence and there are strongholds that are in our families and so let's dive right into our next guest and today we're going to talk about nutrition. You are what you eat is something by an unknown author. And today, I will let her introduce herself and uh, what organization she's from. Thank you. Thanks, Yolanda. Yeah, so um, my name's Rebecca Crumrine, and I'm here with Yolanda today to just talk about um, nutrition, as she mentioned, and how that affects people and how hunger is so much more than just that physical need that we have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, I actually work for University of Illinois Extension as our SNAP education educator for our unit. Okay. A lot of words there, I know. Um, <laughs> Yolanda's somewhat familiar with this because I know she used yes. to work for Extension. Mm -hmm. FNAF. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, you may have heard of SNAP before, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Okay. But not as many people maybe have heard of SNAP-Ed. So oh, okay. It's, no, I haven't either. You hadn't either, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a federally funded, um, through the Farm Bill actually, okay, good. initiative that um, wants to pair education with our SNAP eligible families. Awesome. Okay, so that is cool. the whole purpose of our grant. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. So here in Illinois, SNAPED is located across the whole state mm -hmm. and um, run through University of Illinois Extension. So um, our whole goal is trying to make a healthier choice and easier choice for all of our SNAP-eligible populations. Well, that is awesome, especially uh, while we're in a world where things are changing as far as food and um, prices. And so, uh, and I'm sure you probably focus on, um, you know, how much food costs, the better way to shop, right? right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So our... Um, whole motto as SNAP-Ed for our state at least is eat, move, save. Okay. Because we know, you know, to be healthy it mm -hmm. takes a lot more than just having the eating, right? Right. right There's right. other pieces to that. And as you mentioned, it's not cheap to eat well at <laughs> so how how can we help our families, you know, also make those um food budgetary decisions? Yeah, we have right. uh, help with that as well. Especially like you said in the beginning with hunger on the rise and stuff like that um you know um well i mean you know hunger is not the only thing that we need as right. well but hunger is a big issue right now right yeah yeah <laughs> so hunger i mean i feel like as covid happened it mm -hmm. kind of shed a light on something that's been there for a long time oh and that's food insecure families but people were mm -hmm. talking about how do people get out and get food you know we're isolating them mm -hmm. how do people um, receive the food they need, right? Right. And that became a big topic. But now as we're moving kind of out of this time, it's still there. And we're losing yeah. a lot of the benefits that went into effect right? to help families, you know, mm -hmm. afford some foods during that time. Um, so I think we're just going to see it rise even more. Yeah. Okay. So like eggs being $10 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. <laughs> Yes, eggs eggs are a very good example of that. So trying to help, we actually just talked about this. Um, some pantries the other day mm -hmm. have a sheet on you know substitutions. So like okay, 
you don't want to go out and buy the ten dollar eggs. Maybe you have things at home that can right. actually be substituted, right? Well, like like what beans, protein, or you, I mean, depending on what you're using the eggs for. Eggs mm-hmm. are kind of hard. Yeah. But we do have like you know, maybe it's just applesauce. Like yeah. you can use applesauce. You can use pumpkin. If it's just used for moisture in a recipe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use those items. So it just kind of depends on what it's being substituted for. What you're for. making. Yeah. Okay, that is awesome. Now, I knew, I know when I was working for FNF, we would go different places in the school right. and actually prepare the meal and share recipes. So now that's changed, right? What's changed? Yeah. So um, when Yolanda was with us, we had... Um, the food nutrition program was a little different at the time from um, the federal government. Still funded federally, mm-hmm. what you were doing then. Mm-hmm. But um, basically what's changed over time is kind of how they're running that program. But um, the idea hasn't changed. You know, that core okay. belief and idea hasn't mm-hmm. changed. So we still, um, I have staff, uh, just in our area at least, if I'm talking Peoria, I have mm-hmm. six staff here in Peoria that just go out to schools, community Mm -hmm. centers, pantries, um, any place where our families might, and this is what we say, eat, (laughs) live, shop, learn, play, (laughs) you know, where where are our families actually going to be? We want to be convenient and we want to make sense. Right. Okay. Um, So wherever we go, then we can provide different education, kind of like you're talking about, Mm -hmm. Yolanda, we can do um, adult education, youth education, Mm Um, whatever audience we have there, we'll try to tailor to fit, you mm-hmm. know, what so, curriculums we have, right? Right. So do you help in the schools when they have, um, before school, the lunches and stuff like that, or? Yeah, that's a good okay. question. Um, so our staff do go into classrooms mm-hmm. and teach, um, a variety of different curriculums here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then myself. In the public school, right? Yeah, okay. in the public schools, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then myself, I don't actually go into schools, but as the educator, as at least teaching curriculums, mm-hmm. but I do help um, okay. on the backside. So we have that direct ed that mm-hmm. you're talking about where okay. people go out and teach. And then there's me, and usually I'll have a program coordinator looking to fill that soon. Um, so what's your position and role? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's what I was trying to to get out here, I guess. But yeah, so what I do mm-hmm. is actually helping more with like, it could be the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. It could be a food bank or a pantry. So I help at that organization level more. Okay, okay. Um, basically, the idea of public health is we can teach people, right, what's a healthy food. Mm-hmm. We can teach them how to cook that healthy food. Right. But if they don't have access to that healthy food, if they don't have a surrounding that supports them actually getting that healthy food, mm-hmm. then they can't ever enact it. Right, like the GMO type thing that's going on, that, right. you know, trying to decide what's good uh, versus the uh, dollar menu or the $2 menu at McDonald's or Burger King or wherever, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of confusing choices for families, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, so, that, and that kind of food is processed, which... yeah. Which, uh, you know, depending on how much money a family would have or could afford, you know, they would venture off more to something like that. Yeah, exactly. So how can, in my role, I'm tasked with how can I kind of change those systems, the environment, Mm -hmm. the policies that surround our families to make the healthier choice easier, too? Because we give them education. We want them to be able to utilize it. So that's kind of where Mm -hmm. I fit in. 
Okay, cool. It's just, uh, and, I, and another thing I've noticed has changed as we're talking is the pyramid. It's, it's kind of turned upside down. Like <laughs> the food pyramid? Yeah, the food pyramid. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure thing. So um, if you're familiar with, you know, our dietary guidelines, they change so often, I feel like, right? And we hear a lot about new fads, new diets, mm-hmm. new this. Um, but as SNAP-Ed and being, you know, USDA funded, we, we follow the most recent guidelines, which is the MyPlate. Okay. Um, so... When it comes to my plate, it's a really simple guideline to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just think of a plate and you want to have half that plate fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And then they encourage you to have like a quarter of that grains, a quarter of that protein. And then they have like a glass of milk as your your dairy on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their main other thing is making half your grains whole grains as well. Um, so and what are those? Yeah. So whole, whole grains... grains Um, instead of having our enriched grains that we have. So when you think of a white bread, Mm -hmm. we've had white bread before, right? Yes. We take out the, um, there are different parts of the grain that we remove, right, to make Mm -hmm. white bread. Mm -hmm. And then maybe we enrich it with some other things. But in a whole grain, we leave. Yes, yes, yeah. But maybe with the whole grains instead we decide okay we can leave the whole grain in right we don't have to take out these other parts and that gives us more fiber um it gives us a better dietary you know nutrition out of that bread rather than just you know part of the grain that we're getting with the white bread so that's kind of what those are yeah which also slows down our digestive system right? right yes yeah fiber is so important for digestion and we get a lot of it through our whole grains. We can get some through our mm-hmm. um, fruits and vegetables, of course, too, have a great amount of fiber in them as well. So um, the more that we can do that, you can find whole grain pasta. Yeah. You can find whole grain um, in a lot of different areas now. Um, so you don't have to just do it with bread, but yeah. So you, you're you saying that whole grain flours is probably better than the enriched or the unbleached yeah yeah and what I you know some people get a little weird about the taste of whole grain right I don't know if you ran into this Yolanda yes (laughs) I heard someone just the other day in a pantry say that her guests are prejudiced against brown pasta whole grain pasta um so I I think the the thing that maybe we don't do often is just try it because after a certain age we know what we like Mm mm-hmm Kids are the easiest audience to just, you know, to try things. Mm -hmm. But also, like, when it comes to flour, if you're baking, it's really easy to just do maybe half whole wheat and half normal flour. Okay, okay. And then you're getting, yeah, to get yourself kind of accumulated to, okay, this is what this will taste like um, without going, you know, all out the first time. You can always try little steps, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, cool. That is interesting. Um, I and and then the effects of your nutrition in in how it affects the body. Yeah. You know, the, besides the digestive tract, I mean, we know that this processed food can cause other health issues as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we always like to say um, we have this one curriculum catch, and it teaches kids. We want to find food as close to its natural state as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Just because 
when we do process those foods and put in that extra, maybe it's just extra sodium, right? Right, right. Because we do that a lot, even with canned vegetables. You can get the canned in sodium or canned in no salt now, right? And that, that sodium we've used for a long time, maybe for that preserving agent that mm-hmm. it has. But we don't need all that sodium in our diet, right? Or right, we don't need right. whatever it's being added usually. Right. So the closer we can find it to its natural state, the more likely it'll have the best nutrients for our bodies. Yeah. So canning, I'm, I heard you mention canning. Is yeah. that better to do than uh, the canned goods probably, I'm sure. And I know the Cooperative Extension Service, does it still teach how to can and stuff like that? Yeah. So, so canning is a great way um, that families can extend the life, right, of the food that they purchase. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're getting it from a pantry, too. If you get a ton of, I don't know, green beans, right? Yeah. And you're not going to eat all those all at once. Right. How can you utilize those in the future? You could freeze. Mm-hmm. You could can. Mm-hmm. Um, so having those little tricks up your sleeve can help you stretch that budget like we were talking earlier so you can mm-hmm. have those foods later on. Um, as far as canning yourself or buying the cans, I think it matters a lot on people's time, right? people's ability, you know. Yeah. But we yeah. do, and it's so hard <laughs> nowadays, but yeah. I will say you are right. Um, Extension does have an educator um, she's kind of, she's more based out of the McLean area, but okay. she's done some classes for us locally on, you know, those steps, even little steps like freezing okay. and simple ways to extend the life of your produce, you know, in those ways too. So, right. Yeah. So, and, and how I, um, we, as we're talking about gardening, um, that ideally would be the perfect way to have the best nutrients in our food by you know getting seeds from kelly seeds or because i don't know sometimes when they talk about getting seeds uh to have a a garden and stuff like that are they can you can i go to lowe's or is it best to go somewhere you know right yeah you honestly what's really cool too about um and people may not know this and Mm -hmm. we try to talk about it snap benefits can be used to purchase seeds, to really? purchase soil, yeah. Awesome. Now it's not an immediate food, right? So that right. can sometimes yeah. cause, like you have to maybe plan for that in a family's budget, mm-hmm. but they can be used to go purchase those items. Um, and I would say that wherever you can find those seeds at a value for your family, it would okay. be fantastic. Okay, cool. Um, whether that is your local Lowe's or mm-hmm. Home Depot mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. sort of store you have like that, yeah. or if you can get to Kelly Seeds, fantastic too. Okay. Um, but yeah, e- any way that you can do that, and if you have that ability, that that's fantastic. And you guys also have gardeners as well, right? Yeah. And do they help and teach people how to build a garden? Because I know they have community gardens around as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so with extension. There's a lot of different services we can offer, and one that we have is our horticulture side. Mm-hmm. And um, we have master gardeners, mm-hmm. um, and they help a lot with that education piece with gardens. Okay, okay. So um, they might be able to do some, like, volunteering, too, in the community, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but their main, um, one of their main goals is really educating the community so they can do that gardening themselves. Okay. Um, okay. So, yes, we do have options where people can learn better how to garden and you know grow for themselves because that can be a whole nother feat (laughs) sure (laughs) it can you could always start container gardening too it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be like 
you have okay. a large plot of land or okay. I think that can be really daunting to people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of work, like you said, depending on how much time you have and if you're a student going to school or working two or three jobs, it can be a chore to try to keep and maintain a garden. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Okay. So even just a couple containers to start, you can mm -hmm. easily grow some tomatoes or, you know, something small to start and just kind of expand as you can. Right. So. And uh, your gardeners, they don't only just uh, teach about how to make a food garden with fruits and vegetables and stuff. Well, but they also, the uh, horticultural, they, they do um, flowers too, right? Yeah, yes. So flower gardening as well is a huge part of the Master Gardeners um, mm -hmm. and what they, they focus on. So I know um, locally they help upkeep gardens at many various locations. We have some gardens out at Wildlife Prairie Park, if you've been mm -hmm. out there. Okay. The Butterfly Garden they help oh, with. awesome. Okay. And then they have a... Um, 4-H like teaching garden that they utilize out there too for okay. kids to kind of teach that gardening side. Mm -hmm. So there are a variety of places and spaces you'll see them in for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flower and vegetable. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited personally in the um, partnership between the, the Master Gardeners and the 4-H and how they're going to partner with the John Buckley Memorial Garden. Yeah. And um, I'm interested to find out what that's going to look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for that, too. Yeah. Um, I think that you're going to find there's going to be a lot of interest in that, Yolanda. So I think it'll be a great relationship. That is great. I'm really interested to pull kids into uh, that memorial garden yeah. so that they can reflect on ways how not to end up in those subtitles of you know, uh, the different tragedies that happen to people. Right. And uh, I also uh, had talked to uh, Emily at the Peoria Park District, and she's excited about uh, the new relationship and just to see um, what, they, what we're going to do and how, you know, because having kids there is just awesome. And to, for them to make an addition to the Memorial Garden is even more better if that's what they want to do so well I guess we'll find out right yeah <laughs> yes that's an exciting thing <laughs> yeah so where are you located yeah um so Snapbed as a whole is located like I said across the state but myself mm -hmm. locally here in Peoria we do have an office on North Sheridan Road mm -hmm. um but you know, a lot of times with SnapEd, you don't come to us. We can come to you. So awesome. okay, <laughs> you can always great. give us a call and, you know, okay. uh, we can always come to you to meet you, see your okay. space. Um, mm -hmm. And then we have offices in every county, you know, as well. So I'm in Tazewell, okay. Fulton, and Mason counties as well. So Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, and then um, before we conclude, can you give me a little history about how the U of I Extension got started? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Extension um, is a land-grant university. So okay. Yolanda, you may have heard some of this lingo before mm -hmm. when you were there. Yeah. Um, so as a land-grant university, mm -hmm. um, we are given the charge to... Um, provide community education as well. So through okay. the University of Illinois, being a land-grant um, university, we give community education. And how do, they, how do they do that? Well, we can't do that from campus. 
Oh, you know, okay. our communities right. are all across the state. Right, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere, right? So, you know, while campuses are our main hub for the mm-hmm. University of Illinois, extension offices are now, you know, located across our state so we can help serve families. Okay. So the idea of extension is really being there in the community to provide that education, to be giving, you know, that research-based education mm-hmm. that U of I mm-hmm. um is privy to and has that that access to being able to give that to our communities. Awesome. And is there a certain age that you're looking for? Because I know you have ages for um, you know prenatal on up to senior citizen, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so with SnapEd at least, um, we serve mostly like that pre-K age through seniors there isn't a gap in there for us so we can serve any of those ages um and we have different curriculums to do so and i mean if we have a family Mm -hmm. curriculum and someone brings someone younger than Mm -hmm. Mm pre-k of course they'll be accepted right it's just that we don't have any curriculums for that young young age okay and in the summertime you still have chef school oh yes yeah Yeah. super exciting okay Uh, we still do our junior chef school Mm -hmm. and um we usually do that for about seven or eight weeks, depending now that we have a shortened mm-hmm. summer. We're trying to fit in as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But seven or eight full weeks of chef school, and it's a great opportunity for kids. We bring them five days in a row to learn concepts like measuring, mm-hmm. mixing, okay. you know, what's folding, right? <laughs> um, right. Okay. chopping, mincing. Yeah. Um, so Healthy they work. meals, right? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Good. So we teach good nutrition, we teach cooking. They get to make recipes and try them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a very hands-on class that everyone really enjoys. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for um, joining our show today. And um, you you can also find the University of Illinois Cooperative Extension on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, As you yes. can find Mother's War on Violence on the Mother's War Against Violence Facebook page. And i like to thank my listening audience for uh, listening to us today. Um, and again, we thank you for listening to Mother's War on Violence podcast. And we hope that you tune in to our next episode. Thank you.